Welcome to Raj Tech Show number one podcast in Dubai. It's an audio only one because when I say there's a lot going on, there's really a lot going on. It's been an intense over two weeks. Reason being that Vic is traveling, so he's not on this episode of the pod. And we have just had one of those manic Decembers. However, along for the ride has been my little cousin Neil. What's up? What's up, Raj? I have probably not spent so many hours awake in months i was just about catching up on my sleep and then we found that you were coming it was a very last minute trip you're originally from toronto and um and then it was just straight into it so you landed here tell us a bit about yourself and what led you here no it was just uh yeah it, as you know it was basically a last minute trip wanted to spend some time catching up haven't seen you and 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 your, and your sister for almost three years now since the pandemic. Hmm. So it was, uh, the opportunity came along and I was like, you know what, gonna, gonna just book my trip and come around. The weather's not too nice in Toronto right now. So it kind of made sense from all, from all perspectives. As an umbrella theme, should we just talk about what your thoughts are of Dubai? So your history with Dubai is you first came here nine years ago. Every time you've come here, I've been mm -hmm. here. Yep. Nine years ago, we were just wilding, having a good time. And then you came three years ago for my sister's wedding. And now you're here in 2022, post-pandemic, post-expo. How would you summarize Dubai for somebody who's not been here before based on your experiences last 16 days? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because each time I speak to someone about this, I keep saying that it feels like it's almost like my first time here because each time I come, it seems like Dubai has kind of changed in some perspective. So starting off the trip, especially with Soul DXB, to see that part of Dubai, the music, the creatives, the culture, um, the different communities that you can walk around and, and kind of find out about at Soul DXP. I thought that it kind of put an interesting perspective on maybe this part of Dubai that I haven't seen previously. Mm. So uh, for me, definitely it was eye-opening. It kind of was a great start with just uh, kicking off with Soul DXP right away. So for those who have not been to Soul DXP before, basically Soul DXP is a festival that celebrates music art culture fashion sneakers and a whole lot more it's a about 10 years in the game here in dubai and i've said it before i feel like it's probably the most important thing that dubai has got going on in its calendar and it was its comeback here after a couple of years off for obvious reasons and um we had a really good time man like the, the acts were good uh we also kind of got treated pretty well as well because obviously vic and i were djing and we managed to as a result of that like leverage a little bit of access uh, we spent a lot of time in the VIP section. The first night was a really special night with Georgia Smith acoustic set. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was probably one of the, probably the highlight, uh, if not of the entire weekend, was seeing that acoustic set. It was incredible. Mm. Uh, Georgia Smith seeing it in a very small venue as well, uh, relatively speaking to the to the rest of the bigger concert, and then also just getting the opportunity to just walk around, see a lot of the local brands. You're DJing, you and Vic were DJing at the Amongst View station, and being able to see. Again, the other kind of local brands that Dubai has on display, I think it just kind of spoke to the the vast breadth of culture communities that are being built here uh, for the people that live here and also for the people that are kind of visiting from all across the globe uh, and also from other parts of the UAE as well. What would you say the overall experience has been like? I mean, Soul DXB was a great kickoff, even for me as well, Like, because we did what me and you have been doing for, I don't even know how many years, maybe 10 to 15 years now. Is that possible? Yeah, maybe maybe not 15. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Basically just pulling up in a in a country whether it's in your home city when it was Toronto mm -hmm. when it now it's Toronto, mine when it was London, now it's Dubai and just basically just tearing it up and having a good time. 
Yeah, and you know, I think the the interesting thing about this particular kind of trip the past couple of weeks has been there hasn't been one specific kind of event. It's more of just been kind of taking it in, seeing what's going around. And I mean, there's been just a lot going around in Dubai in the month of December. And like you said, pretty excellent month to come here yeah, uh, and just kind of spend some time, especially if you're from a colder country like myself. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff in. What were some of the highlights for you? Let's start with food. Yeah. What were your food highlights? So I think to start off with with the food, I'm just going through my phone here. I got to speak about yesterday's meal in, in Abu Dhabi. Oh, yeah. Um, so we went to Daikan. Yeah. which is a Japanese restaurant. And this has probably been, oh, I got to say, man, it, it was probably my favorite meal of this trip so far. Really? It Number was, one? It, it's, it's up there, man. I, I, you know what? I think it's probably in the, it's definitely in the top two. Um, but it was excellent in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, it's on, it's on Yas Waterfront. Big, big shout out to Bilal, mm-hmm. the founder of that. He's got a couple of units here, one in JLT, one in DIFC. And he expanded out to Abu Dhabi it's actually a licensed unit, so you can actually pull up there, have some sake, have some beers, have some cocktails, and you went for the spicy miso, right? That was a, I mean, that's that's a highly recommended dish. Incredible, incredible. And then I, I also want to give a shout out to uh, Sushi Samba oh, as yeah. well from two days ago. Uh, another uh, great restaurant uh, at the Palm, which was excellent. I got to also give a shout out to, I think my the first thing I ate in Dubai, which was on the first day of Soldi XP. It was a food truck, Burro Blanco, Mexican food, mm. an incredible Mexican burrito, chicken burrito, very fresh ingredients. It was very, it was a curveball for me because I was like, yo, go get me. And then whatever I said to go get me, because at that point I was DJing at Def Jam. You wanted, you wanted, you wanted a burger. I wanted a burger. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you came back with this burrito and I was like, what the hell? It was like, what's happened here? And it was one of the freshest, tastiest burritos like that they'd ever, I'd ever had. I think that one, you, you had a craving for that. You actually even cycled over to their place in Business Bay, right? And even grabbed another one a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. So a couple of days ago, made the I was at Kite Beach hanging out, rented one of the city bikes, which are which are excellent, by the way, and uh, was able to ride down from Kite Beach all the way to Business Bay. Kind of took a detour to the Maidan area unexpectedly. But if anyone's in Dubai and hasn't done that ride, definitely would recommend it. Yeah, I'm going to be doing that too. We'd be remiss to not include uh, Meatish, a oh, neighborhood food hall. How can I forget Meatish? Yeah. I only, I only begged to go twice. <laughs> <laughs> so we went there pretty early in the trip, and that was cool. And, you know, we've spoken about this place before. The, the food's incredible. They're widely known across the city for their lamb chops and Bihari Baya chicken. I actually feel terrible even talking about their restaurant. I, I almost hate shouting them out because I feel like the more people that find out about it, the more demand it's going to place. And there might be a day one day where I go and they've not got something for me. But that was incredible. And then the second time we went was a little bit extra special. Second time was 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 very special, unexpected. Mm. Uh, heading there for the second time, yeah. I, I think you're you're trying to figure out if you're able to say who we went with or not. So that weekend that we went to, to Meetish the second time was the weekend where I was hosting a couple of podcasts for Char- Charger Entrepreneurship Festival. Yeah. So Charger Entrepreneurship Festival reached out and said, "Hey, can you host our official podcast?" I said, "No problem." And on that day as well, my good friend Daniel Priestley connected me to one of the best creators I think I've ever had the pleasure of meeting, especially in his age bracket, in that kind of like mid-20s age bracket, which is Ali Abdal, who puts out an incredible amount of content in and around productivity and just like life OS, I call it. You know what I mean? Like almost like how to run your life with really good tips, things to read, apps to use. Um, A brilliant dude. I've followed him for a couple of years. I remember I posted about him a couple of years ago when I was, I don't even know where I was, but I posted about him and I was like, yo, this kid is next. 
And people said, next, he's already got a million followers on YouTube. So I was late to Ali, but I was so passionate about his work that I just posted it without even realizing. Yeah, I just want to say one thing, actually, you know, with uh, with Rit ringing the new year just in a few days, a lot of people want to read more books, gain you knowledge, gain you insights. Ali Abdel has a really good series on his YouTube channel about books that he's reviewed. Mm. So he 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 reads you know, a ton of different books and puts out content in terms of uh, putting a summary together of, of the various books, you know, he want, he's read. So if you're, if you're looking to read a few more books in 2023, it's actually a pretty good place to start because you can kind of get an insight in terms of the books that he's read. And um, I've definitely picked up a few from, from some of his recommended books. Which ones? Oh, like just top one, I guess. Um, I would say the one that I recently read uh, from, from watching one of his videos was um, a book called One Breath Becomes Air. Oh, um, so yeah, it was it was it was a really good read. But yeah, I would recommend anyone checking it out. Um, Do you know who who's the author of that book? Uh, I would have to check. Okay, no problem. Yeah, 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 we'll, yeah. yeah. Give it a Google when breath becomes air. The book. Yeah, it's yeah, it's essentially about uh, a neurosurgeon and his experience of medical school and a uh, you know a traumatic um, health condition that arose thereafter. So it's a good read. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of different books that. Uh, Ali through his videos reviews and and also provide some of his insight in as well. Mm. I think there's a special series that he he calls it on his YouTube channel. Definitely would recommend it. Having followed him and then having met him, what did you think? Because at the times that we've hung out, sometimes we hang out with like notable creators, music artists, or people like that. But I think this is the first time I think maybe that you and I have hung out with the creator community, which I'm part of. I've been part of it for a long time, but I think me and you have never found ourselves in that world. Yeah, he was he was such a nice guy. Mm. Uh, he was it was it was a pleasure to speak to him, and you know the fact that we were able to to share uh, share a delicious dish at Meadish uh, yeah. together was definitely you know definitely a memorable experience for sure. Yeah, so big up to big up to him and George, his cameraman. You did a great job. I think they took some footage. I don't know if we're going to end up on one of those vlogs or not, but if we do, we'll be sure to share it on my Instagram. So that was a, that was a super high. And Charger Entrepreneurship Festival was pretty good. That was the first time that you've walked around the, like the UAE with them. Um, with an idea or kind of walking through the experience of what kind of investment the country's making in its, in its people at the moment or moving its people forward. What did you think of that? It was interesting because the, the, the various different topics that they had at the um, SEF, Charger Entrepreneurship Festival, um, you know, they had a, a wide breadth of different topics, uh, anywhere from, you know, cryptocurrencies, uh, investing. Um, they also had uh, energy efficiency, um, then they also brought in specific creators in the in let's say the the YouTube community, for example. Uh, Ali did a keynote there as well. Mm. So I think they had a, actually a wide breadth of various topics. That if you attended that event, you probably took a bit from each you know each bit. Mm. Um, also, I want to say that it was designed exceptionally well. I thought that it was very easy to kind of walk around, understand who's going to be presenting next. Um, so the setup and design of actually the the conference itself was was quite was quite nice for my opinion. Mm, but if you pull forward a couple of days, we had a very D Dubai experience, which I'm glad you got to experience. Which is that we were in raw coffee, and I knew that I was going to be speaking at Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival, SEF. Let's just call it that for short. And we saw Mao Gauda in raw coffee, who is. Stephen Bartlett's like favorite all-time interview with, on Diary of a CEO. A really nice lad, to be honest, like really friendly kind of guy and uh, very bright from what I hear and from what I've seen, like ex-Google guy. He's got a wonderful story to tell, a wonderful mission around how he's taken an insane amount of trauma in his life and turned it into an outward-facing mission for happiness for a billion people. So 
that's a very Dubai moment. You know, I think it's really interesting that uh, you've had this in Toronto because you've got a big music industry there, but you can literally be walking around Dubai and be at a coffee table next to somebody who's really doing their thing. And they may not be like an A-lister. You're not going to be sat next to Jennifer Aniston or Ben Stiller, for example, but you're going to be sat next to somebody who, at least in the world that me and you are interested in, which is education, growth, personal development, that's really doing their thing. It's quite, I'm, I'm sure it's quite motivating and inspiring for you to be able to to know that certain people in that community that you work in are spending time in Dubai, you know, spending l- lengthy time in Dubai mm. and are investing their time creating relationships in Dubai, trying to create stronger communities in Dubai. And just even from that experience with going to SEF, you can kind of tell that they were trying to position it in a way where, yeah, you know what, if that was your first time in Sharjah, um, they want to kind of educate you on what Sharjah has to offer, but they also want to create a kind of a seamless experience where you would also consider doing more business in Sharjah, coming out there more often, and also pitching some of the other kind of travel and tourism hospitality initiatives that they're trying to plan to bring more people into learning more about Sharjah and probably wanting to spend more time and obviously doing more business there as well. So I can really see um, why so many people in, let's say, the creative community especially want to spend more time and are looking at Dubai and the the greater UAE as a place where, um, you know, they want to spend more time and, and do more business. Yeah, and I think... For me, it's like, I definitely feel like a kid in a candy store here because I have a, an affinity with so many different communities and so many of those communities are here. Like, you know, when we were at Seoul, we were like deep in the DJ hip hop artist community. And then you've got the creator community, like which would be the Mo Gaudat's world and all that. And then there's obviously the finance community, the energy community. There's so many different communities. For, for me, I feel like I just overdose here. And you know the the other the other neat thing here is that you know many people that we kind of ran into whether it was at Soul DXB or or SEF as well, they're all people that have probably attended my friends, your friends, or have heard of my friends, your friends as well. So it's yeah. really great to see kind of that passion and that excitement about also about not only getting deeper into the my friends, your friends community, but then also curious about you know meeting more people as well and 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 learning more about that. So I think that there's really that kind of entrepreneurial networking kind of collaborative spirit that I've really been able to experience firsthand uh, over the past two weeks. Yeah, my proud, my proudest moment, weirdly, is when I walk in, I've been recognized for, for some time in different industries, but like, I love it when people don't know my name and see me and go, yo, my friends, your friends. That's cool. Like, that makes me feel like maybe for the first time ever, like we've been able to create something that's not pegged on me and my relationships and knowing people. So we had some really good times. What is it that you think would be like a a highlight for you you know what it's it family felt, time has been good it's it's been excellent yeah i know just being able to 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 hang out and, and catch up with 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 family here has been definitely the highlight um i think it's been whether you know whether we've been at a restaurant or whether we've been just kind of hanging out and going for a walk uh you know your, your 5k walks in the morning yeah yeah um, infamous you know one thing i'm thinking about doing one day yeah i don't know if i would get in trouble for this but like I would love to just like invite everybody I know one day for a walk. Like, you know, just to invite like 700 people. I'd be like, yo, I'm going to be here. Let's go for a 5K walk. You reckon that'd be cool or not? I'll probably end up getting chucked in the river or something. You know, like, you know what's interesting is that whenever you mention to someone that you do a 5K walk in the morning, the response is usually like, oh, I should be doing that. <laughs> so, so I think that you'd be quite surprised is if you actually created some sort of um, event around that or, or just invited more people out. Yeah. I think you'd be quite surprised with the number of people that actually want to join in. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. I think that'd be it'd be good fun. Be good content as well. Get the three D three sixty yeah uh, camera out and then just do the full walk, start to end. 
and and I do want to give one shout out uh, to one particular meal that I had during this trip. Um, it was actually made by you, Raj. Oh, was it? Uh, Which one? It was the uh, tuna steak. Oh, tuna steak, veggies, and a bit of garlic bread, and we. It was kind of like a baked mushroom as well. Oh yeah, yeah, no, because we got we're air fryer gang now. Are you gonna get an air fryer when you go back? It's definitely on my my Boxing Day list of things to get. Is it? Which is tomorrow. Boxing Day is tomorrow. Yeah. So I'll I'll definitely be uh once once I once I land I'll definitely be be picking one up. See if they've got a collab with Lululemon. <laughs> you put me you put me onto Lululemon. That is fire. <laughs> like you'll, uh, I can't believe be, it. You'll be wearing those shirts next time as well. I know we should. I yeah. I, I can't believe it. I mean, it's it, for me like. As a guy who's not in that kind of aerobic yoga world, I'm not going to walk into a shop like that. Do you know what I mean? But you hear bits and pieces. Oh. And there's one basically like moments from the house. I can foresee a My Friends, Your Friends, Lululemon club coming up. Do you reckon? <laughs> we also had the My Friends, Your Friends t-shirts, the prototypes, which did really well at Soul DXB. What else, what else did we get up to this week? I would say one that one that highlights as well from this week was uh, Around the Block. Yes. Man. Around the Block now has taken about a quarter of its square footage and created a, well, maybe even less than that, created a little kind of quick service burger concept called Burger, B-R-G-R, I think it was. Beautiful red branding and phenomenal burgers. Like, it's so weird because we went there and we did, we got one breakfast, which is what Around the Block is known for. They're just militant when it comes to breakfast. And then one of these fly burgers that was so, so good. Incredible. It was Probably one of the best burger and fries I've I've had, and I've I've had quite a few of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're from North America, right? Yeah. Where they just kind of they hand them out at immigration as soon as you walk in the country. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I think I think it's worth also mentioning that you know since we we do like our coffee, mm. um, I can't I can't forget about mentioning um, the Spanish latte at Arabica. Oh my goodness! I think that was uh, that that that's definitely up there in terms of the things that I've had on this on that, this trip. <laughs> That story was so good because the whole thing was like, wow, this is something uniquely Dubai. Let's go get the beans. Let's go do that. And then literally two days ago <laughs> you on Instagram and you see that they've opened in Toronto. Yeah, I, I thought I was going to be coming to Toronto back with some some fresh Arabica beans. And uh, little do I know, I, you know, later that night I see that they were opening up a location at Yorkdale Mall in Toronto. So, yeah, I, I'm going to it's uh, Yorkdale's close to your old house, right? Your tail's not too far. It's not too far, but um, that's good to see, though, that they're actually expanding to Canada. They'll have to up, up, update the billboards around here to show that yeah. they have a location in Canada as well. <laughs> they, they put a billboard up and they named just so many places, including like random places like Q8 or something yeah. like that. And they, yeah. they hadn't mentioned Canada. Yeah, That was really good. No, that, that coffee was dope. And I know you've got a few grams of that in your bag to take back with you as well. So that's going to be like a nice little high when you get home. And I mean, it's probably worth mentioning as well is that today is Christmas, so Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, yeah. We, we're, we're minutes away from wrapping this call up and heading over to Hotel Indigo, where we're going to be going for a Christmas meal. Yeah. Gang, gang business today. Like, there's a lot of people coming yeah. today. We, originally, it was going to be like the four of us and then two more, two more. I think that might be best part of 12 12 folks actually gonna be the six of us but like yeah there's probably gonna be closer to 12 people so it's gonna be a nice vibe man i think it's gonna be a really good way to end and plus in a, in you know literally 12 hours time you you start a 15 hour yep. flight to toronto back to toronto so no it's gonna be a good uh good way to kind of spend well I, I i actually yeah it's gonna be a good way to actually spend christmas here it's actually a bit jarring here to to look outside your window and not see a snowstorm that's currently hitting Toronto as we speak. Really? <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, uh, 
I definitely feel very grateful that I'm I'm able to be here right now. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no, nothing says the opposite of snowstorm than a yacht <laughs> with the sun with the sun bouncing off the water. No, it's su- it's super good, man. I'm glad that you came. I'm glad we got a chance to like move around and hustle as well. Like because I think I I, I don't notice this as much with Vic anymore because he's just been around so long. Do you know what I mean? And I think I, my career grew since I started partnering with him. I mean, it did. There's no there's no two ways about it. But like with our relationship which is as close but just way more sporadic we probably physically see each other every couple of years but it was a lot more of like yo have you met my cousin neil you know my cousin neil we met a lot of good people in the city yeah and and, and i mean with with the holidays rolling around as well i'm sure you know it's going to be a really nice vibe relaxing here in terms of um between the period between christmas and new year's is always like a very chilled out time mm. so i'm sure you know for yourself you're gonna you're gonna enjoy yourself in terms of just getting that time to probably just I'm kick off, back. Yeah. yeah. I'm off till the 4th. Is there anybody you met from from the network that you quite that you remember? Do you think oh this was a pretty dope person? Cuz we moved around in so many different communities. Ali was obviously a great example of one. Yeah, no, literally literally everyone. I think I think everyone I got a chance to meet um whether it was through a di- for a dinner for a coffee uh or for, you know, at, at one of the events. Um I definitely have a lot more people on my WhatsApp now from from, <laughs> from Dubai than I did uh before I got here. So Wait, can I ask you one thing as well? You also mentioned as well that in the first week that you wanted to be a bit more out there because you you are like more like that professional company man. You're not like Mr. stand on the rooftop and make noise kind of guy. But what what is it that you've what is it you want to change and what changes are you thinking about making? I think one of the things, especially from Sold the XP, is that it was pretty inspiring. And I'll also say through the Sharjah Entrepreneurship Festival is that it was very inspiring to see how many people are either you know start whether they're starting their own business or starting their own brand, whether they're a content creator. You know, you and you and Vic yourself with with Love Soul, it's pretty inspiring to, to actually see um, that on display. And I think that I think Dubai actually has, from what I've seen this week, and the UAE has really great opportunities for creatives like yourself to actually put your talent on display. Mm. So that was very inspiring to see over you know a prolonged period of time uh, during my time here. Yeah, because it was a nice long trip. Yeah. I noticed that about halfway through the trip, I was so happy. I was like, you know what? Normally, it never feels like enough time. You know, you, you look at short trips like Cape yeah. Town. We went for nine nights. I was like, it's not enough. But you coming for you know sixteen plus days. You re- we really did get to spend a lot of time walking around together, and and I and I have to shout out um, my cousin Sonal, yeah, for surprising me with X Line Dubai as well. <gasps> yeah, and that was a incredible experience. Very very frightening in the beginning because she gave me fifteen minutes notice that <laughs> I was going to be ziplining down a building in the marina. So um, shout out to Sonal Wes and Raj. Thanks so much for for arranging yeah, any time. Yeah. D- and jet skiing this morning was a vibe as well. So we've yeah. done we've done like some some sporty stuff. And shout out to you as well for like getting me to lift more weights. And I've, I've been do, I think between you and Devon, it's so weird. Like I meet you both, and I'm just like, okay, the the gym kind of like goes on yeah. until as soon as you guys are around. But I wanted to focus on that thing about what what was applicable in terms of like what are the kind of like one to three things that or changes that you're gonna you're thinking about making in terms of like quote unquote being more out there, which is you know loosely defined. I think the, I think one of the things that kind of ties into to the work you do as well is that you kind of see the the importance of having that personal brand and putting out content because it can really put you into certain situations where you're able to build relationships with people like yourself, but then also people in the community that you work in, right? So, um, for example, you know, at Soul DXP, there were obviously many DJs there uh, DJing at many of the different uh, booths. 
Um, but behind that is a particular personal brand and behind that as well as certain content that they put out. So whether that's content themselves in the act of, let's say, DJing or whether it's interviews that they are also part of apparel, creating a community themselves. Over time, that kind of compounds into something even greater that opens up further doors. So I think that was kind of put on display, especially at an event like Soul DXP. And I kind of saw similar lines as well at SEF as well. So that was quite inspiring, eye-opening, um, just because it was, again, very much on display. And I can kind of see that there are a lot of those opportunities here in Dubai for for people to... But how, how would you apply that now when you go back to snowy Toronto? I'll probably have to think about how that applies specifically in terms of you know certain goals that I would have personally. But... I think just seeing that on display, even in terms of industries that I'm not particularly in on a day-to-day basis, I think is something that I'm definitely going to take back. Mm. Yeah, I think there's, there's a huge advantage to just trying to make a lot of friends. I had a conversation with somebody recently and they were like, do you want to be friends with everybody? And I was like, I haven't really thought about it, but I don't, I don't not want to be friends with everybody. I do like having a lot of friends and there are definitely advantages. And I think the good thing about what you've picked up on there is it's transferable across everywhere. Like it, it's not, it's not just for, I'm not like correcting you. I'm just saying it's not for just creatives. It kind of seems to work quite well, especially when you go into the corporate world and you look at people like relationship managers, account managers, salespeople, like just being that kind of, being that person who's got like a really broad set of connections and relationships is super useful. It starts yeah. with kind of like a yes attitude, right? Like just taking five, 10 minutes out to get to know somebody or like just take their name and then acknowledge them every time you see them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it kind of ties to to some of the videos we were watching the other day ago. I think it was an Alex Hormozzi video where he was talking about content creation and and being able to apply actually what you're doing outside of the content creation and kind of explaining it from the perspective of this is what I do mm. and it may be helpful. So I think in all in all industries, whether you're in finance, insurance, whether you're a real estate agent, a content creator, etc., people are always going to be looking for some question they may have certain interests themselves um, they may be asking for a friend and whatnot so mm. if by putting yourself out there through content especially by creating that brand for yourself um, I think it's also just easier to be able to help support other people and 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 create that community for yourself as well mm. do you remember we came up with that idea a few years ago Toronto Joe <laughs> yes and what was it was, the, was that just like that was interviewing people around the city right <laughs> like average Joe's or was it going to coffee shops I can't remember but that was a cool idea we had the logo for that as well well, I'm glad you came and we got some good time in. And just to give it a little bit of that kind of like algo swag, what was your favorite subject from the news this year or like from the podcast, anything that we've discussed? Because we have this incredible group chat where we've got some absolute killers in there that submit some brilliant stories. I want to just give them a quick shout out whilst they're here. Oh, I want to shout out Kish as well that was here for a whole bunch of this trip. So shout out obviously to Alex, uh, Vic, so we're chatting out Vic because he's not here. <laughs> Arjun, Bal, Jessel, Kish, Kyron, Sal, and Wes. Uh, what was your favorite like story of the year? Just just off, off remembering, I can see you scrolling frantically. Or well, it doesn't even have to be from from the Algo group, but just like one of the big stories that that stuck out to you this year and why. Actually, there's been a few, but I think probably one of the more recent ones is is the whole FTX uh, matter kind of going on. I think that's been pretty interesting to see mm. and learn more about. Um, I think with each kind of news article that comes out. It's very interesting because of how prominent I think FTX was in certain spaces over the past two years. So that whole story has been quite interesting. I think obviously what's happening with a possible upcoming 
recession, increasing interest rates. I think that has also been kind of taken up. It feels like it's probably been taken up for most of the year mm. <laughs> in terms of that kind of news cycle. But that, those are probably the, the top two that I can think of, at least right now. Did you see that meme this year that uh, F around and find out? Did you see that? I don't think I saw that one. Okay, so there's a yeah. meme on the internet, which is, it, it basically goes along the lines of like, it draws a correlational line on a graph. And it says, the more you fuck around, the more likely you are to find out. Because there's that saying, mm -hmm. right? Fuck around and find out. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you, if you keep poking the bear, something's going to happen. And I think what we've seen this year is we've had multiple like, fuck around and find out moments. Like Elon getting Twitter, like SBF and FTX falling. Whether you look at like what's been going on at Meta, whether you look at like growth tech in general and the exposure it's had to like macro, whether you look at crypto in general, it's like we've had so many, I mean, in the last 24 hours, Tory Lanes could be doing potentially 23 years in prison for his alleged involvement in um, Megan the Stallion getting shot. It kind of feels to me like the theme of next year is like, yo, don't be stupid. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, don't do anything. Don't get ahead of yourself because uh, that's what a lot of these people have done. And I think the people that we allured and think are brilliant, they're just as exposed as everybody else. And especially in tough conditions, the market's going to be pretty merciless, man. I feel like the theme for 2022 is like fuck around and find out because a lot of people found out. Yeah, it's been, it's it's definitely, I think the, you know, kind of what we were talking about as well is that I think whether it's through YouTube videos, podcasts, now there's so much great content out there in terms of being able to to learn more about a variety of different topics that you may not have initially too, in, too much interest in or you may not actually have a lot of knowledge of in initially. But I think we're living in a great age where there are so many mediums, whether again, it's your favorite podcast where you get your news that you can kind of, develop that breadth of exposure over a bunch of different topics. What is your content diet? Uh, you know, I think right now it's, there's probably a few podcasts that I particularly listen to regularly, I think each week. And then I sprinkle in, I try, I try to sprinkle in anything extra in terms of if it's need to know at that for a particular problem or a particular question I have. Um, some of the popular ones um, you, that you, that you know that I listen to regularly all in podcasts. One of my favorites, Scott Galloway loved listening to, to his pockets podcasts as well. So there's probably those are two of the ones that I try to listen to weekly. Um, and then everything else is if I'm trying to figure out how to fix my toaster for, for, for whatever reason, yeah, yeah. I will, I'll try to search that up specifically, but. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like your regular content diet. It's, it's probably just more so around, I think podcasts and, and, and YouTube yeah. for the most part. Podcasts have been so weird over the last decade because a headphone is a headphone and what gets spat through it from your phone into your headphones can be anything audio effectively. And it's amazing for us that we're, we're raised on music at home in the clubs, the, the, how much of the content that our phone spits out is no longer just music. Like and I, I would say podcasters reduce and I'm older, right? So like, as you get older, you're not like on the latest, hottest shit anyway. But like podcast is like massively cannibalized my music consumption. I feel like my podcast consumption has gone up since I got the AirPods. Really? Because it just it just becomes so seamless to be able to just put them in and just listen while you're when you're walking down the street. Mm. It's just it's just such a seamless experience. So I think that there's something there that you know it's weird. We, we me definitely has criticized Apple so many times mm. about being late to the podcast party. Their app is terrible when it comes to podcasts. As soon as Spotify offered me podcasts, I moved over there. I don't like the downloading. Sometimes it doesn't work. It's ugly. It's just, just I hate the Apple podcast app. I probably only go there now and again to consume Scott Galloway's podcast. But on the flip side, 
they did so much for audio of which podcasts slipstreamed and benefited. And you're right, it's the AirPods. The AirPods for me has been game changing. I mean, I know like mo- I think most most Apple users are probably a b- if they don't have AirPods, they're probably they're probably curious about getting them. Uh, you'll probably get some good sale maybe for Boxing Day, so yeah. definitely worth giving them a try. But I can definitely say that the the AirPods has probably increased my podcast consumption or YouTube consumption for the for the most part, just because with how easy it is. Mm. They make it very seamless for you to just always kind of be plugged in. <laughs> yeah, and we we also talked about this as well, right? They're also a signal to people as like what kind of person you are, like what you're able to go beyond just the quote unquote iPhone signal, like the being an iPhone owner. And you can't necessarily wear your MacBook on your head and say that you're part of the ecosystem that way. And that headphones are a really good way to signal to people that you're in more invested in Apple than just like the phone. And we had this dope conversation as well, which we'll probably get into on a future episode about like how all of these things, whether they be flashy cars or content that you post on Instagram, it acts as supplements. So if you've got like a healthy self-awareness and you know who you are, then you don't really need to signal stuff to people. But if you are, if you're not, then there's so many different supplements, brands and things that you can consume. But that's a conversation for another day, another, another deep conversation that we had. But thanks for coming, dude. I hope you had a good time. Thanks. Thanks so much. And I got to say, thanks so much for an incredible two weeks. I really, really appreciate it. It's been awesome. And, you know, I can't wait to come back to Dubai, hopefully soon. Yeah, wicked. Awesome. Yeah. If you enjoyed the show, that's my little cousin, Neil. We, we wanted to put something out this week, but literally, if you just factor in how many things how many places we've been uh, since the last episode you'll see how, how crazy it's been moving around the city but i hope you enjoyed this little chat and it's a little bit different for an algo but still some great food recommendations and some story recommendations and a few content recommendations as well if you like this content uh share it man it's oh speaking of which a couple of content recommendations you touched on think media has a whole bunch of keynotes that have been put out so think media has uh, an alex hormozy keynote and it's very very content orientated and I also kind of liked In Your Leisure as conversation with Joe Budden. And although Joe Budden isn't my favorite content creator, he made a very good point. Is that his show's called The Joe Budden Podcast. And Dame Dash uh, of Rockefeller, Jay-Z's former partner, said to the In Your Leisure guys, you shouldn't call it a podcast. You should call it a show. And I've always kind of like debated back and forth. Like, should I call it the Rajatecha Podcast? And it doesn't mean that I never will, but it just means that like now... I'm just happy just to call it the Raj Kassetch Show because it's also on YouTube. And ironically, I'm saying that on an episode where we're not filming it for YouTube. Yep. We'll probably just put a picture up and some audio. But like, yeah, it's a, he made a good point. So they were two pieces of content that I really liked. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely haven't been consuming too much content since I've probably been here. Mm. Um, but I know this is the time, of the time of the year that all of my favorite podcasts have some sort of year review or or kind of comment commentary for next year. So I'll definitely be consuming that over the next couple of days. Yeah. And we, we both were quite into the Jason Kalkanis on uh, Tim Ferriss as well, which is a dope podcast. What you should do as well, once we do our remote podcast back on video, you should just jump on every few weeks. Yeah, no, that would be, that would be great. This is, this was a ton of fun. So thanks for having me on. First podcast, right? First podcast. All right, nice. Yeah. Let's celebrate with some Christmas dinner. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure you give us a five-star rating on Spotify. It really matters. It really helps. And it's a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast if you're still using it. But more important than anything to me, there is a share button wherever you hear this, even if it's on YouTube. Hit that share button. Make sure that somebody else who you know can enjoy this podcast. We enjoy making it. Hope you enjoy listening to it. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Oh, and Merry Christmas.